0: So that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to his beloved man. Welcome to my morning rant. Uh, today we are going to continue a little about racism. And I wanted to say on the onset, I remember back in the day when, um, I think it was in the 90s uh, or maybe the early 2000s, when Dr. Frederick Price did a series on racism in the church. And um, after he did this series of racism, about racism in the church, many of the church Uh, fathers that he used to be in different events with actually turned their back on him. And um, because of his outspokenness towards uh, this series, had placed it on his heart to talk about it because it was an issue and still is an issue within the church. And so uh, the reason why I say that it is an issue within the church you can just take a look around and see. And I believe that until this is handled, uh, that the church cannot really tell any, any, um, have it cannot have a, a forceful witness when it's speaking to someone outside of the church. And I want you guys to bear with me for a minute and, um, as I forward my thesis on the particular uh, subject. And an example, and I showed it to you yesterday in the book of Numbers, 12, where um, Miriam and Aaron came against Moses, spoke against Moses, based on the fact that he had married a, uh, a black woman. And because of um, their um, uproar and uh, um uh, situation towards racism, God came into that uh, conversation. He actually called the three of them out of the tent that the the congregation where they were, told them to come with me. And um, after they came, aside from then, then he called Miriam and Aaron uh, uh, to him. And he spoke to them and denounced their belief system. And uh, as far as uh, um, and God was angry with her, with Miriam, as I mentioned yesterday, because she was the one that instigated the whole situation. And he placed leprosy upon her. And so here is God's judgment upon the subject and His answer about the subject of. Um, uh, uh racism in the church and uh we are still here today in in america in dealing with this particular subject not just america i believe it's the um as a whole and uh i'm here in america so i'm able to look at the um the data from America. And so uh, when you look at the data, when I say to you that racism and all of the issues that are happening outside of the church are really, truly happening inside of the church, and it manifests Outside of the church, Uh, those subjects that I've been talking about are racism, the abortion issue, um, critical race theories, all of these things that they are talking about today, the divorce rate, um, violence and hatred. Um, we're talking about the uh, the false teachers that are within the church. Uh, Paul says that they're there to spy out our liberty. Uh, we're talking also about the uh, COVID vaccine and how it's playing within the church. And to see some of the church leaders spewing some of the darkest evil that i've ever heard about the nonsense about this disease um it's just amazes me what's happening but uh this is in the church and these guys the bible tells us that the principle that for any man not just for christian it says that out of the abundance of the heart the man speaks and so um when you are saying abundance of the heart that means that these the you're thinking about it you're consuming that thought And that thought now has brought us bare fruit in your life, and it's now a belief system. And because it's a belief system, then you're at a place that you can speak. And um, because the scripture says we believe, and therefore we speak. And so I wanted to bring to you guys the, the process by which one speaks And as a result of those things, and line it up with what these men are saying out there, these men that are calling themselves Christians and uh, this uh, satanic uh, belief of uh, uh, right-wing Christianity, I don't even know what that is about, uh, because God said to us that we ought to go and make disciples. He tells us how to behave um, because, again, it's a new kingdom. Uh, we were from one kingdom to the next, so he translated us, those that are Christians, into another kingdom. And once you're in that other kingdom, there are certain principles and laws that you have to abide by in that kingdom, whereas the previous kingdom, the Bible tells us that, the king of that kingdom is the the, uh, the father of lies. It tells us that he's deceptive, that all of these traits, family uh, uh, per, uh, personality traits that you see. And so if he has those personality traits, then his children will have those personality traits. And that is why Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruit. And so you have to look at their fruit because they are going to behave out of one or two principles out of the kingdom. Uh, they Either out of the kingdom of Jesus Christ or God's son his principles, and you can see how people behave when they utilize or walk by those laws. And then there's the principles of dark, of the kingdom of darkness, and you can see uh, from how they speak and how these men are operating within the uh, boundaries or the framework of that kingdom as well. So again, that's why I told you Jesus has said, you shall know them by their fruit. And the fruit, uh, the uh, the outpouring that is within themselves within their spirit uh they are now going to speak what is abundantly in them and so uh because the bible talks about us have telling us to be obedient to the um uh the the laws and the, the rulers that god has put in place because he put them there and i've gone through those scriptures and showed you about that um uh, the ones that I picked that was first Peter two thirteen or fifteen It tells you submit yourself uh, for the lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the Emperor or to the supreme authority or to the governors and so that 's for god 's sake in 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 honor of God, you would then submit. To the leadership, and so if you're not doing that, then you're dishonoring God, and so you—that's the—that's the the line that God has put out there for us to see, and so we have to be able to judge accordingly. So, I wanted to—the reason why I said said to you that these things are happening in the church um uh, there's data out there that shows that the abortion rate um and the the divorce rate which i mentioned early to you is is mirrors it's 51% in the church and 51% out there in the world and so uh, the abortion are happening the same thing that are in the church and i the reason why i say that is because we are aborting people spiritually every day and they don't go and uh, rally and cause uh, carry picket signs and all that type stuff for that because, uh, and the Bible tells us that uh, that's even worse to have someone come and then have them walk away from the faith. And so that's where they should be picketing and and doing the revolt because it is in the house of God that we're doing this behavior. But, and so um, I wanted to tell you the data that is out there, uh, it is said that 70, 78% of uh, people, 76% of people claim to be uh, born again Christian or Christians. Um, and this is uh, 78% of, of white Americans believe that they are, are identified as Christians today. And so uh, when I say to you that it is in the church, I mean exactly that, that these people that are coming out and spewing hatred on racism and so forth are in the church. And so then... Uh, if God is God, and the Bible tells us that he is, and I believe that he is, it says that he works in our heart. And if these people's hearts are not changed, then they need to go before God and begin to uh, really take a look at their relationship with him. If um, I mentioned to you earlier about um, uh, one of our Christian law, uh, uh, um, leaders, that black people are lazy and so forth. So I I beg to ask this question then. If I'm standing next to him and we are both in church and he has this belief about me uh, that I am lazy because I am black and um, of my color, uh, um, it it is stunning to me, but that's the reality of who these guys are. You have another one, like I said, uh, they, they believe that they, they are a superior race. That is absolutely sinful in God's church, in the church of Jesus Christ, because we saw that response with God in Numbers, that he revolted, to the point where he he had punished this woman, Miriam, and as I mentioned to you, the type of leprosy that she had was a severe one that was about to kill her. And um, Aaron and uh, uh, begged Moses now to go to God so that he wouldn't kill her. And so God had judged that. And so... God created us all for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It didn't say he loved white people. He didn't say he loved black people. He didn't say he loved Indian, Chinese, or anything like that. He did not divide us. And so who divides us? The Bible tells us that the prince of darkness, the devil, he is the one that divides. He's an accuser of the brethren. He accuses people. So when you see these men start accusing other people and so forth, uh, uh, you would have to uh, line them up with that person who is and see which kingdom they're a part of. And uh, God is a beautiful uh, uh, God. He loves his people. All of his creation, he loves them. So now we now choose if we want to be a part of him or not. So as I mentioned to you that uh, you have 70, 78% of, of uh, Christians or people in the United States claim to be Christians. Now when you, you bring that down into the church, you will see that somewhere about 60% of the black of black people that go to church, go to a black church. And you have uh, 13% or so uh, are in mixed congregation. Um, You have 25% in multiracial congregation. And so those numbers, when you look at that number and you begin to see uh, the segregation within the people, um, the segregation that is within the church, how in the world will you be able to deal with racism out in the world? Because racism are in the people that are in these churches. Um, and uh, so we, until, and the Bible tells us that God's judgment will begin in the house of God. And so he's coming after these people, just like he judged Miriam just like he did. And what he did with Miriam, as I mentioned, if you read that scripture, you'll see that leprosy was unto death. It was Moses that prayed that God would not take her. And so uh, uh, this racism thing is a tremendous uh, problem. And it's not just racism. It is the the abortion issue. It is all of... Um, uh, the divorce, the violence, all of these things are happening because I just spoke to you about the the, the, um, the amount of people that claim to be Christians, um, are where they worship, and so forth. And so these people, if they claim to be Christians, then you have to realize, translated from one kingdom into another kingdom, and you have to abide by the rules and the laws and the principles of each kingdom, why? Because once you do that, then your behavior will be changed. You, If you practice love, you will learn to love your neighbor as yourself. If you practice hate, you will do and behave just as the father and the king of the kingdom of darkness. If you follow the principles of God, you'll see about forgiving one another. He says, if you forgive someone, then I will forgive you. So it's conditional. And you can see that in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, that chapter, where God, Talks about that. And so um, you have to understand that you're from one kingdom to another, and you need to start behaving as you are a part of a particular kingdom. You pick and choose which kingdom you want to be a part of, and then you start behaving. But I want you to have the knowledge and understand that these men are not interested in you. They are behaving as their father. And Jesus said to many of those religious that religious leaders that came to him and questioned him, he said, your father is the devil. And so you have to begin to question these guys as to who their father is and uh, um you know, this is serious business, guys. So this is the end of days. The Bible tells us that one-third of mankind will die from a plague, and this could be the forerunner of it, or this can be that plague. And based on the behavior of the people out there, there's a possibility that this might be it, because how they're behaving and how the church is propagating this nonsense that this particular vaccine has to do with the devil and all of these type stuff. It doesn't have to do with that. But this plague situation, either it's a forerunner of it, as the Bible says that a third of mankind will die, or this is it. And so we will see which is correct, because I don't know if this is it. But based on the behavior out there within the people, especially within the church, it'd be it. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them through faith and patience inherit the promises of God again thank you for coming by please subscribe and if you can support us financially we deeply appreciate it you can do this by hitting the heart button until next time invite your family, friends, neighbors church study group and even people you don't like you can hear us on Buzzsprout Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.